AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director. Charlotte Douglas International Airport recently broke ground on Phase 2 of the Concourse A expansion. The 200,000-square-foot, $231 million project will include 10 gates, additional concession space, and an artwork installation. I recently spoke with Charlotte Chief Operating Officer Jack Christine about the project and what it's going to mean for the airport and the Charlotte region going forward. And Jack, I just want to say thank you very much for speaking with us today. The first question I have for you is, tell me a little bit about the need for this expansion. What sort of challenges is Charlotte Douglas seeing? Sure. The uh, Concourse A expansion, we call it phase two. Uh, It's part of our master plan to provide additional gate facilities on an as-needed basis. Uh, This project in particular is going to add a third pier to the A concourse uh, that will add 10 gates that will be used by uh, Delta Airlines uh, predominantly. They'll have seven of the 10 gates. And then the other three gates will be used by the airport on a per-term basis for other carriers that uh, may want to add or start new service here in the market. Uh, From a a master planning perspective, uh, we are tracking uh, very closely to our forecast as far as the need for additional gate facilities. And so this this expansion really uh, plays to that. Uh, We've been in discussions with Delta about their expanded service for a number of years. Uh, They cannot do that in their current location. So uh, providing these new gates are going to give them the opportunity to enhance their service for the local market here in Charlotte and uh, provide us the opportunity as well to to give some additional uh, gate capacity to the industry that may want to start serving or augment service here at the airport. There's a lot of technology that's involved in this project to be on the physical expansion from everything I've seen in terms of uh, what you're putting in place and, you know, the amenities for travelers. So tell me, what was important to the airport in terms of the types of technology it decided to embrace with these improvements? Well, a lot of it is building off of some of the things that we actually implemented in the Concourse A expansion phase one project that opened in 2018. Uh, that was the second pier for the A concourse where we added nine gates there and have a multitude of different airlines on that concourse. Uh, two big things in particular uh, are the uh, common use gate equipment that we'll have available for the three gates that the city will maintain. And then one of the other things that we pioneered in a, in a way uh, with the first expansion was the use of electrochromatic glass, uh, which uh, is allowing us to tie the uh, main glass panels uh, of the building to our building automation system. And they are able to tint based on the amount of sunlight uh, that is hitting the glass. And the building automation system can also adjust the, the tint of the glass as well to optimize uh, the uh, HVAC uh, in the building. 
and also provides a much better customer experience because it significantly reduces the amount of glare that you may get coming through the glass, uh, especially at different times during the day. So when you look at uh, the concourse expansion we did back in 2018 and you look at, at for instance, how the gate seating is utilized, uh, in a lot of places you'll find that uh, folks won't sit up near the glass, especially if they're trying to work on laptops or iPads and things like that. Uh, with the, the glass that we're using, uh, we get much better utilization of the seating in our hold rooms because people are comfortable, both from a temperature perspective and from a glare perspective, sitting up close to the glass. Uh, so we're excited to be able to continue to do that uh, in this next expansion. And uh, it really has helped uh, as far as our uh, costs for maintaining the building uh, from an HVAC perspective by helping uh, monitor the temperatures uh, throughout the year and throughout the day, actually, uh, in the building. This is phase two, like you mentioned before, of this particular uh, expansion for Charlotte along this concourse. So, and it's interesting for the fact that you have, were able to do one of these pre-pandemic and now you're doing another one post-pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question I have for you looking at it is, is tell me how you prepared, you know, Charlotte Douglas operations for this ongoing construction and how it's going to be taking place going forward. So the first thing that we did was we expanded the ramp that will be used to support the, the concourse expansion and actually provided additional parking capacity for aircraft uh, while we're under construction. The, the interesting thing about this project in particular is because of where it, it's located, just like phase one, we're actually going to be able to build the building itself outside of the security footprint of the airport and tie the concourse into the existing terminal uh, pretty close to the end of the project. And that helps from a, a project flow perspective uh, it helps from a, an, an access perspective for the contractors. Uh, so we don't always get to do that. Uh, but in this particular case, that's a benefit that we were able to take advantage of. But having the, the ramp area in place prior to starting the construction was really key for us being able to do that. Because we, you know, when anytime you do a construction project, you, you tend to have to encroach on the existing operation some. Uh, but this gave us the ability to compensate for that prior to actually starting construction of the building itself. Uh, so we don't, like I said, we don't always get the opportunity to do something like that. But in this particular case, uh, much like phase one, we were able to mimic a lot of those same things that made that project successful uh, because this, this project is almost a mirror image of that. So we took the, uh, all the lessons that we learned in phase one and have applied them to phase two and tried to really help us get started on a, on a real solid footing as we start construction here uh, this month. And with this being the second phase of it, can you tell me a little bit about how the airport, you know, worked with it, your airline partners and your consultants to prepare for this project? I mean, was it any different from phase one considering? So there were minor differences. Uh, and like I said, we wanted to take the lessons learned that we, that we learned from phase one and ensure that we, uh, employed those as we started the phase two work. Uh, the same consulting team uh, is doing, did the design for the building and is doing construction administration. The um, working with the airline partners, uh, it was really important for us to make sure that we were giving them the facilities that they really were looking for. So, you know, lots of conversations obviously with Delta uh, since they're going to have the majority of the gates on the concourse but also with American Airlines, our hub operator, because 
the the trickle down effect of this project is as American or I'm sorry as Delta Airlines moves off of the original A concourse pier, it will give us the ability to expand uh, opportunities for other carriers, including possibly American, uh, as they continue to look at their growth for uh, for the hub and for the local market. So uh, adding the ten gates gives us that addition some of that additional capacity that we're looking for not just for Delta's expansion, but for expansion for other carriers in the market. So some of those, this, some of those conversations continue to happen, uh, but uh, we, uh, we work very closely with all of our airline partners as we do projects like this, and as we operate the facility day in and day out to make sure we're doing everything we can to provide a good solid platform for them to operate off of. And, and we cannot uh, do this construction and have significant negative impacts. So, Lots of coordination, lots of discussions uh, with them as we've gone through the design process, and those conversations will continue as we go through the construction elements of the project. And speaking of the flexible gates and in general that are a part of this, you know, th that's interesting you mentioned that part of it with the uh, additional expansion. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about with the flexible gates, what kind of challenge Charlotte's trying to address and how do you come about determining the needs for having this type of option for your carriers? Sure. So one of the things that we are blessed with is we have very, very high gate utilization here in Charlotte. Uh, we have 114 gates on the field right now. and We turn just about every single one of those gates about eight times a day. And so that puts a lot of pressure on the existing operation because there's not a lot of room for error. You know, if we have a bad weather day or uh, some other issue that happens with the airlines that causes delays, uh, cancellations, or uh, you know, relocation, of, you know, reassignment of gates for aircraft, it's really challenging to do that in our environment because we don't have additional gate capacity just sitting there. Um, three gates doesn't sound like a lot, but if you're turning the gate, eight to nine times a day, three gates, that's an additional 24 opportunities to, to be able to either help the airlines that are already operating here or provide access to carriers that don't yet serve the market um, in any fashion. So, you know, these gates are going to be very flexible in the, in the type of aircraft that will be able to operate on those gates. Uh, we've tried to, to design the building to build in that flexibility. Uh, but that flexibility exists not only for new entrant carriers, but it, but also for the carriers that are already operating here uh, as an ability to, to augment service, uh, whether that be adding permanent additional surfaces, you know, permanent additional operations or uh, scheduled um, regional or, or uh, operations that uh, may come and go as we, as we move through the year. And my last question for you today. Obviously, you got a few more years to go through this project, but when it's all said and done, tell me, what is it going to be for the airport and yourself even uh, that makes this determine that this is the best impact we're looking for by having this type of improvements take place in our in our airport and enhancing our operations? Well, for us, you know, we're we are a growing airport. We we tend to uh, be on the front edge of, of that, thankfully. Uh, when it comes to, to industry growth. And so these 10 gates, quite honestly, uh, we could already use them today if we had them. So just trying to catch up to the facility levels that we need uh, is the number one driver for the project. What it does do is gives us the ability to then look towards the future for where 
our next round of gate expansions will be able to go uh, by providing some flexibility with, with the, the 10 additional gates we can move airlines around um, and be able to create space to, to take on the next gate expansions, which would be expansions to the BNC concourses. So, you know, all of it uh, will be fully utilized the day we open it. So that's that's a, a great thing, uh, but it also continues to present challenges to us and how we uh, maintain the opportunity for growth for all the airlines that serve the market here. So uh, I'd much rather have that challenge than trying to find carriers to serve the market. But uh, we'll be we'll be here to help any carrier that wants to serve Charlotte uh, with the gate facilities that we have. This additional 10 gates just enhances that ability. Wonderful, Jack. I really appreciate you explaining more about this project. And I know myself and our listeners can't wait to uh, see this progress and develop as the years go on. We're looking forward to it, too. I promise. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. For more information about the Charlotte Douglas International Airport expansion or other major expansions happening at airports across North America, make sure to check out our website, aviationpros.com, or upcoming editions of the Airport Business Magazine. I'm Joe Petrie. Have a great day.